Welcome to Batty to Batty, a monthly podcast by For the Breast of Us, the first breast cancer community for all women of color, where we share real-life experiences, information, and education to help you live your best life after a breast cancer diagnosis. Welcome to Batty to Batty. Welcome to Batty to Batty. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. My name is Kaneen, and I'm your busy body baddie because I stay busy and I stay booked. I am an OG baddie ambassador with For the Breast of Us. While I have lived all over, I'm currently residing in Atlanta, Georgia, but home will always be Grand Rapids, Michigan. I was diagnosed with stage three invasive ductal carcinoma, ERPR positive, HER2 negative breast cancer in 2019 at the age of 39. Thanks for joining us. Now let's get to it. Hello everyone. My name is Kaneen and I want to welcome you to the monthly Baddie Brief, a 30-minute segment from For the Breast of Us providing education and highlighting organizations in the breast cancer community doing amazing work. For the month of March, For the Breast of Us is partnering with a fresh chapter to provide women of color diagnosed with breast cancer a chance to participate in the Empower Workshop Series. It's a series where baddies can discover new tools, resources, and support to help you balance both cancer and life. I'm excited to be joined today by my girl, Miss Latoya, baddie ambassador, um, advocate with, and an advocate with Fresh Chapter. Thank you for being here today, Latoya. Let's get started. Let's get started. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. It's so good to talk with you. Um, I know you've been in the breast cancer advocacy community for a while. Please tell our listeners a little bit, <coughs> excuse me, about yourself and where you were di- when you were diagnosed and where you're from. Sure, no problem. So hi, everyone. Hi, baddies. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> so, I'm Latoya. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I was diagnosed with breast cancer in October of 2011, and uh, I was at that time I was 34 years old. I was mm-hmm. a mother of five. My oldest was uh, probably just starting college wow. at 18, and my youngest at the time was 10 years old. Yeah. So I was a mom trying to figure out what was next. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that trying to, you know, just go through treatment. No one talks about the mental and emotional piece or not many talk about it. So once I finished the actual chemotherapy treatment, maybe in mid 2012, I still was emotionally grappling with trying to find my place, you know, because when you're going through treatment, you have consistency, you know, you build Mm -hmm. a support system. That routine actual treatment you know you're still trying you're still left trying to figure out what's next Mm -hmm. and with that is where I started my search and my Mm -hmm. journey in advocacy because I went online and the first thing I saw was living beyond breast cancer Mm -hmm. and I have been an advocate with them since 2013 
a little black girl from Chicago. Jumped Come on, on the Midwest. Plane. Come on. Yes, jumped on a plane with my two daughters because I knew if I was impacted by breast cancer, it was potential that they could have to deal with this in the future. Mm -hmm. And then as a patient, at least as a caregiver to their mom. So three young black girls jumped on a plane and we went to Seattle, Washington. Uh -huh. I knew no one. And that was my first conference. Um, C4YW, Cancer mm -hmm. for Women. And that was when YSC and LBBC combined their conferences. Oh, they had a partnership that year. Okay. Yes, yes. And so I trained with Living Beyond Breast Cancer as a young advocate. And I have been in advocacy ever since February of 2013. Well, first and foremost, I want to thank you for your service, girl, because the breast cancer community truly appreciate it. I appreciate it, you know, as someone who is ahead of my journey, you know, you being out there and basically let putting down the steps and laying down the platform for other black girls, other black and brown girls to come through. Um, so thank you. And then obviously, you know, we got that vibe as being moms and being from the Midwest. I'm from Michigan, so I know it all well. And single mom with one daughter, you a G with five kids, girl. Um, so I'm going to definitely, you know, like I definitely hats off, hands down to you. Um, tell me, um, I know that a fresh chapter's mission is to help people make sense of the complex emotions of cancer and give them the tools, support, and community to thrive, even in the midst of challenging circumstances that we deal with being affected by breast cancer. Um, how and why did you get started with a fresh chapter? Okay. So um, being in advocacy, I had been watching the organization for a few years. A lot of my other fellow advocates had been participants, so I was aware of the organization. Mm -hmm. But again, being a mother, I didn't know if I can take that much time away because at that time, their programs were two-week immersion programs out yeah. of the country. And I just didn't know if I had the bandwidth or if I could do it. Mm -hmm. But in 2019, uh, my youngest daughter turned 18. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, I can do all of the things that for one, that I had been putting off. Yeah. And two, I hadn't realized that although it was eight years later, emotionally and mentally, I was still battling breast cancer. Oh, yeah. Most people think, oh, it's over. You know, you, you're a survivor. Move on with your life. Um, but no one talks about the post-traumatic stress. Mm -hmm. you know, no one talks about it, especially in, in communities of color. We don't... Yeah. I feel as if we don't take mental health seriously. Mm -hmm. There's so much stigma attached to it. So I decided, okay, well, let me apply for this organization. And I was selected. And that changed my life. You know, uh, the two weeks that I spent in Peru with the Fresh Chapter opened my eyes, not only to another part of the world that I hadn't even had on my bucket list to be, yeah. but just post-traumatic growth. Mm -hmm. new to me it was a new conversation so thinking about possibility thinking about uncertainty and living life in contradiction all of those things were things that I had been living for a lifetime but mm -hmm. for one didn't have the words to put to those experiences yeah and two did not have the tools that I needed to navigate through those experiences. And mm -hmm. as a mother, if you don't have the tools, how can you 
pass yeah. down those tools for the little bitty humans that grow into big humans that you're responsible for. So, exactly. um, like I said, I participated in uh, November of 2019 in the Peru uh, Odyssey with a fresh chapter. And I can honestly say every since then, I have participated in every single program that a fresh chapter has had. So much so that now I'm a facilitator oh. in fresh chapter because not only am I facilitating it, but I do it transparently and I live. Yeah. You speak in truth. You're giving real life stuff. Yes. I always talk about, I love how you brought up uh, the cancer PTSD, yes. or as I like to call them, the remnants of cancer that linger around you for, for years to follow after you ring that bell. Yes. And like you yes. said, most people think you're done once you ring that bell. And it's, it's so much more. I feel like that's when the emotional stuff really comes about. Yeah. Um, I know that a fresh chapters empowerment workshop series tagline says because cancer change, I'm sorry, because cancer changes everything. Why do you feel it's important for black and brown women thrivers to participate in the empower workshop series that a fresh chapter provides? I think it's important for women of color to participate in these work. Well, people of color generally, mm -hmm. but of course women, because again, we go through, we're, we're the cornerstone and the foundation of the families. Mm -hmm. And we have to be whole in order to create wholeness in our families. And um, the empowerment workshops are just an introduction to what a fresh chapter is all about. So if you're questioning, hmm, is this an organization that I want to be a part of? That, that's a great introduction. Yeah. And the reason why is because again, as I've stated, we don't take mental health and emotional health as seriously as we should. And it's important for black and brown people to participate in these things because for one, when you do participate, you don't want to be the only face that looks like yours in the crowd. Facts, facts. You know, so we need to be able to, to support one another. And again, if we get grounded in where we are as a people, as a family, as a community, mm -hmm. as a nation, we can do better. But again, until we get where we need to be emotionally, yeah, we can't advance. Yeah. You know, a lot of us, you know, we walk away from it or I feel as if just as an important as when you start your cancer treatment, mm -hmm. you have an oncologist at the table, you have sometimes a surgical oncologist. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, um, what else did I have? A physical therapist, occupational therapist. Sometimes you have a plastic surgeon. Uh huh. Very rarely is there a therapist or a psychologist at the table. That is so true. And that so needs to be a part of your team from the beginning, not at the end, but like you stated, after treatment ends. And I feel like it's when the smoke clears, you know? Uh huh. When you start to settle down, because when you start your treatment, you're on go. Yeah. You have a treatment plan and you're like, okay, what's next? It's kind of like a roadmap. Mm -hmm. But again, nowhere, most times, yeah, nowhere is mental health in that roadmap. So now you have to kind of navigate that for yourself post-treatment. Yeah. It has been a part of the treatment plan to begin with. I completely agree. I, I say to any doctors that I have come in contact with during my journey that 
the same moment that they sat down and introduced me to the rest of my team, it should have been a mental health professional there. It should have been a nutritionist there. Yes. You know, so that, um, and, and for all, but especially black and brown, yes. because we are already grappling against a whole bunch of other, you know, areas where there's disparities. Yes. Systemic issues that where we already have disparities. And I say that to them, I'm like, because I get it. They're scientists and they're so focused on the medical, but this is part of the medical. The brain takes care of all of it. The mind, the heart, the soul takes care of all of it. And if your head ain't right, you know, it's just going to become a breathing ground, breathing ground for cancer or anything else to come back in because you haven't taken care of the soul. And there's so much that, that just stirs up. I swear for me, literally, the day, the day after I ring the bell and I was planning my little celebration cruise and all of that, that's when it hit me. Yeah. And everybody was like, I know you're so happy and this and this. And in reality, I was depressed, you yeah. know, but I was trying to push through because I got 60 people going on a cruise with me, you know, <laughs> but, and I was thankful and happy and proud that I made it through. But that, that mental health, it took me down that whole holiday season and immediately after the new year, that was my focus. I got to get Kaneen on the inside back to normal. And I, and I, so I told my doctor, I said, that's where I dropped the ball. Yeah. I let them know that I said they should have been at the table. And the moment that she came in there and said, we found breast cancer, a therapist should have been there. A mental health professional should have been there to start helping me handle that stuff now. Yeah. And I, I think that cancer also uh, triggers up any other emotional traumas, childhood, adolescence. Yes. Once you became a young adult, all of it like bubbles up to the surface. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, here you go. Add yes. this home with your CPS, PTSD, mm -hmm. you know. Um, do you think, um, are those workshops that a fresh chapter has uh, only for survivors or is it for survivors and caregivers? The workshops are for survivors, people who are still in treatment, as well as caregivers. Okay. So if you've been impacted by cancer, you can still participate in the Empower workshops. That's awesome. That's awesome. And the fact that it's, it's, it's not just working on the person who was affected, but the family, the but whole family. unit, the yes. village. Yeah. The village, yes, because mm -hmm. we are a village and we have to understand that, um, a lot of the times, like I said, I've participated in so many of the Fresh Chapters programs and it almost felt as if, oh, am, am I the only one that sipped the Kool-Aid? Yeah. <laughs> am I the only person that looks like me on this Zoom call? Yeah. So a Fresh Chapter, you know, being with them when we were actually going out of the country and transitioning, watching the transition and then be becoming a part of the transition of going virtual has been phenomenal. Yeah because we have been able to impact so many more people virtually than we could have even imagined. I always talk to Terry, the CEO, and I tell her, Terry, we are going to impact a million people. And yeah. she's like, OMG, that's such a large number. And I said, well, if you impact the participant and they go back into their home and the people in their family sees the change in them. Yeah. And so not that it's a... a, a a special pill. You're not going to take the red pill or the blue pill, but just an uh, internal yeah. impact. 
And if that person goes into their family and, and the family sees their change, that change can be spread amongst the family. And then that family go out into the village, into the community, mm-hmm. and then that, that change is spread. Yeah. So each one teach one, right? Yeah. 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 And thankful for advocates like us who speak up. Mm-hmm. You know, we just don't, oh, well, this is, was my experience. Darn. No, this was my experience. Something needs to change because unfortunately there will be another sister or brother behind us uh-huh. that will have that same experience. So we need to make an impact now. I completely agree. You know, I agree. And I walk that same walk with you um, personally and professionally. I think um, that how you mentioned like word of mouth basically is the thing. I felt like resources save lives. Yes. The more resources that I found out about as I got deeper into the breast cancer community, talking to people, meeting people, going to events and joining groups and things like that, I learned that one, I'm not alone. Two, there's a lot of people who look like me and are feeling like I feel, but also there are so many organizations that want to help. Even those that don't quite know how to help us black and brown people, you know, because that's the positive part about black and brown people being trendy right now. You know, it opens so many more avenues and you're learning out about other places and you're, you're bringing the table to their doorstep and saying, we want to sit here. We got, we got something, you know, that our people can also bring to the table, but also glean from them as well. Um, I just really think the more resources that each and every one affected by cancer, specifically breast cancer, um, it just sets you up for success. I think when you're, when you're drinking the Kool-Aid and eating the food and you amongst people like yourselves, you can't do nothing but want to get out here and share your story, spread the message, spread other people's stories, you know, and to help another person not be alone, to have a better breast cancer experience. Yeah. Um, you know, like I know, and, and where I, you know, I'm working for Living Beyond Breast Cancer, um, the people that I encounter and they tell me their stories, I'm just so thankful that they found out about us so that I can connect them with somebody like you and you can tell them your story and then you tell them about other resources. And here we are. It's just like a, a big um, explosion of resources coming from the inside out. And and I sincerely believe that it saves lives. It It truly saves lives um and i want to say again thank you for you know for doing that because you're somebody who i feel like a giant whose back i'm standing on because of the steps and the doors you entered in for somebody like me because you talk about going to peru in 2019 that's when i was diagnosed you know what i'm saying and so you're literally like i'm literally a reflection of all the hard work and all the things that you have said and done you opening that door for me to now walk in the doors that I probably would have never been seen in if you didn't make the impact you made. So I say thank you again. Um, and I sincerely mean that. You know I love you, girl. Absolutely. I was so happy to be able to meet you. And finally, in November, when I was in Philadelphia at the mm-hmm. for Living Beyond Breast Cancer, yes, it has really been a phenomenal journey. But one of the things that I appreciate um one of the people I'll say I appreciate is Terry Wingham, you know, the a fresh chapter CEO, because she's so humble. Yeah. And I'm able to talk to her. 
-hmm. you know, she has a real heart to help all people, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I had a concern and I was able to talk to her and, um, the PG version of it, you know, was, Hey, look, we're on these zooms and I just don't want the work that we we're doing just to be a white sea of faces. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to see some faces that look like mine. And she's like, well, shit, me too. What do exactly. Do? <laughs> <laughs> what do I need to do? <laughs> yes. And she was open to, you know, any suggestions that we had and, if I speak to her, I don't feel as if she's just trying to check a box. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because what, what I felt, like I said, I was so elated to, okay, first of all, let's put a word to what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Second of all, you guys got tools. Oh my God. You know, it's like a woman of color going into the beauty salon. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's tools. What do I do for this? What do I do for this? What do I do for this? And it became important. I didn't want to just be the only face that looked like mine. Yeah. Um, not for, for familiarity or just to have others around me, but hey, if these tools can impact my life the way that I'm seeing them impact my life and impact my family, every person of color that is impacted by cancer uh -huh. needs to be involved with this. Mm -hmm. so that's what oh, there's only so much the organizations can do right yeah yeah so now it's up to the advocates for one like you said to speak up about these resources and for two tell our stories because we have to go back to the community and say okay y'all look <laughs> i found some resources out exactly here. they work but we got to do the part. We have yeah, to we got to do our work, too. You have to do our work. You can't sit back and wait for stuff to show up at your doorstep. And I promise you, this is like my first time hearing about this organization. So I'm happy that I got to interview you to learn more yes. because you know I'm about to spread the word. You know, Absolutely. all I do is talk all day about various organizations. Um, but I want to get the word out there so that we can help more, you know, and impact more and bring more faces, you know, at least give them the opportunity to learn that these organizations are here. If yeah. you want it, you can have it. You just have to go to it. You have to connect with these people. So I'm, I'm, I definitely will be uh, passing the word on it in person, over the phone and through socials. Um, Latoya, tell me, how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about a fresh chapter? Which ways can they get to you guys? Okay, well, they can always go to the Afresh Chapter website. The website is afreshchapter.com. Okay. And um, I'm listed on the website as a facilitator. Again, like I said, I was a participant and I was able to go through the facilitator and training program. And I actually uh, facilitated two 10 week programs. I'm through it. Yes. So, um, again, like I said, I've gone through these programs. I've lived them. Since I have returned from Peru, I have experienced a breakup, children leaving home, empty nesting. Come on. Yes. But I'm still standing. I did not crumble. And, you know, it's one thing being strong and just pushing through, but it's one thing acknowledging your grief, dealing yeah. with your grief. You yeah. Know, us being strong women is one thing, but being strong, 
standing tall with humility yeah. in front of our children is the most strongest thing. I always Man. took it as a, I always took it as, as it was something bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would feel bad for letting my children see me fall. Yeah. But as I started going through the program, I thought about it. Not only did they see me fall, but how many times did they see me get back up and Come rise, on. you know, and rise out of ashes, you know, things that the next person might have gone through. They wouldn't even imagine how how to even navigate through those things. So, you know, it's just giving me a different perspective with life, yeah. mothering, being a grandmother, being a survivor, being an advocate. Uh, allowing me to manifest mm -hmm. things. That's my word for the year, manifestation. You know, cancer has brought so many things into our lives. Yeah. But the manifestation of our power is one of the things cancer can never take away. Never. Never. All so. it can do is grow. Yeah. But to grow. And I love how you speak about um, being vulnerable and showing your resiliency in front of your children. I, I literally, um, just was talking about that with my daughter. You know, I used to never want her to see that I was in pain or hurting or like I would wait till she goes to bed to cry or whatever. And, and then once I started opening up and sharing with her, it actually helped her to open up yeah. and to share and realize that, you know, that's why God puts your village around yeah. you. You know, he brings the people around you so that you can move, you know, you can get through and you can fall and you got people that's like, hey, if you need me, I'm right here to help you lift up. But if you want to stand by yourself, I'm still here to support you yeah. however I can. And I think it makes our children more well-rounded adults, mm -hmm. more rounded, well-rounded children, you know, and knowing that if I make a mistake, if I fall, that it's okay. Learn from it and get back up and move forward and do it diff do something differently. Differently. Impact differently, you know. Um, and I agree, manifestation is an amazing word for 2022. Mm -hmm. You know, manifestation of you, manifestation of the things you want to do. Yeah. You know, I love that word. You know, I might have to borrow it myself. Um you can share in the manifestation. <laughs> I, I'm a firm believer that. We all have specific duties mm -hmm. that we were put on this earth for. And I remember um, my fellow advocate, Sheila Johnson, we yeah. started together and we were doing this shades of brown thing. And here it comes for the rest of us. But you all came through with a fire. Yeah. On top of a rocket ship. <laughs> every single thing we were thinking about, but you all had the keys and the spirit and the anointing to do. Yes, yes. So there's no need to tear the next woman down. Mm -mm. We can build each other up because unfortunately there is so much work to do in this. Yeah. Place. So much work for people of color. And we all have a place in this space. Mm -hmm. So there's no need to tear each other down. How can I help should be the yeah. only words. Congratulations, exactly. and how can I help? <laughs> exactly. And I feel like it's so much space, so much space to do so many different things. And even though we're all striving to get to the same, you know, 
same goal of basically supporting, uplifting our, our fellow sisters and brothers who are affected by cancer. But you can do it a different way. And guess what? Like you said, I think this is awesome. How can I help? How can I spread the word? How can I, you know, bring more people to to your your organization? So I we definitely appreciate, you know, and love that that's how you saw how For the Breast of Us hit the scene. And we're so happy that, of course, you're part of For the Breast of Us. Um, what's your what's your um, ads on social, Latoya? So on social, let's see, Facebook, I am my name, first name, last name, Latoya Cauley. Um, Twitter, I am Conquering Mom. Come on. And on Instagram, I am Pretty Broken too. Okay. Spelled out the spelled out or the number Pretty two? Underscore broken, the number two. Okay. All right. So that's for, you know, all our listeners. If you want to link up with LaToya and as well as, oh, what's the fresh, uh, fresh, uh, chapters, um, at fresh chapter everywhere. Oh, even (laughs) easier. Yeah. They can link up and get connected and see how we can help, um, you know, uplift this organization and get the word out as well. You know, because like you said, as people of color, we need that emotional impact. Mm-hmm. We these resources. Um, uh, although I've been an advocacy, I kind of self-titled myself as a community liaison mm-hmm. because I want. Once I participate in these resources, I'm bringing them back to the communities. Like, hey guys, yep. look what's out here. I yeah. didn't know about this, and it works. Yeah, you know, I'm it works. You know, so um, I'm always bringing resources back to even <laughs> when I started with Living Beyond Breast Cancer, I had a, a really big portfolio of all of their pamphlets. And when I would go to the doctor's office, I would take that portfolio. Why aren't these in the waiting room? Exactly. Exactly. Why aren't these resources in the ra- waiting room? They are specific and they're needed. So when I get a hold of a resource, an outlet, um anything i'm taking it back to the community mm-hmm. those things need to be said they yeah. need to be done they need to be heard they need to be read yeah they need to be shared yeah absolutely. Shared. Mm-hmm. absolutely well i, I want to thank you latoya for putting us up on game about a fresh chapter okay. and the work that you're doing in the community as a whole we love seeing baddies not only advocating for themselves but of course advocating for others um to our listeners please make sure that you like share and subscribe to batty to batty wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and tune in next month for another batty breathe thank you again latoya thank you all right this is another batty creation brought to you by for the rest of us don't forget to subscribe to batty to batty wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at For the Breast of Us, on Twitter at The Breast of Us, and check us out online at breastofus.com. Thanks for listening.